Well, good Thursday morning, everyone. It's the 22nd of July, and my title today is Putting Off the Old and Putting On the New. It goes along with boot camp, day number 30. So yesterday, I mowed my lawn. Not that you really needed to know that, but I want to make a point. When I finished, I came inside the cool, air-conditioned house, drank a large and cold glass of ice water while sitting there, waiting for my heart rate to come down and my sweat to stop coming out. There's one thing that needs to happen after mowing the lawn and soaking my t-shirt with sweat. I need to take off the sweaty clothes, wash myself with soap, and put on some fresh clothing before getting anywhere near my wife, much less sleep in the same bed with her. But this is what Paul is trying to teach us in Ephesians 4, 17 through 32. By the way, in boot camp, I have the wrong uh, place. It's I wrote Ephesians 2, but it's actually Ephesians 4, 17 through 32. He is telling his readers and us that we have two choices every day in our Christian life. And those of us who have become addicted to sexual sin, these truths are critical for us to understand, but are not easy to figure out. So I want to try to explain it to you. Paul writes in Ephesians 4, quote, Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of their heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. So when Paul uses the word Gentiles— He's referring to the lost, those who are not saved and are still living a life separated from God and dead in their sins. Their thinking and efforts are futile or futile. Their understanding is darkened and they're alienated from the true life that only God can give. They're ignorant. Their hearts are hardened and they have become callous because they have given themselves up. That's very important. They've given themselves up or over to sensuality, greed, and every kind of impurity. It is important for us to not liken our battle with sexual sin and temptation to those who do not know God and readily give themselves over to sexual sin because they don't know that it's sinful. To them, it's just giving themselves over to the lusts of their flesh, which feels good, and they're living that way as the normal life they want to live. Now, does our addiction to sexual sin indicate that we're not saved or have lost our salvation? Well, I think that depends. If you've given yourself over to sexual sin, and that is the way you want to live— Well, that would indicate that perhaps you're not even born again. However, if you're convicted 
that sexual sin is wrong and you're working, fighting it, trying to stop giving yourself over to it, well, that would indicate that you are born again. You know sexual sin is wrong, and the Holy Spirit is convicting you about that, and you want to stop doing it. Notice what Paul says next about what we need to be doing because we're Christians and followers of Jesus. Quote, But that is not the way you learned Christ, assuming you have heard about him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires. Well, what does he mean when he says, put off your old self? When Paul uses the phrase old self, he's referring to who you used to be before you became born again, and you've gone from being dead in your sins to being alive in Jesus. The old self is the old you before Christ, who was not saved. And we're told in Romans chapter 6 that when Christ was crucified, we were in him, and therefore we were crucified, because we were in him, and he is our representative. So we're included in his death and resurrection, and our old self was crucified and buried through the resurrection, and our new self was created. Notice what the passage says about this. Quote, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. I know it seems confusing, but look at it like this. When Christ died, he died for the sins of the world, and the penalty for our sins was paid for, and that payment was accepted by God so that all of our sins have already been fully paid for. Our old self, or the person we were when we did not know God and were lost in our sins, that old man or that old self has been crucified, and he's dead, buried, and gone. However, as born-again Christians— we need to put on our new clothes, our new self, every day. The phrase to put off is in the aorist tense, which means it is a deliberate action in the past and has already been done. The phrase put on is also in the aorist tense and refers to the new self or the new creation that we are in Christ. The putting off and putting on are actions that have already happened to us spiritually, but the problem is it is not automatically accomplished in our lives in the here and now. There is a decision that we need to make every day. Am I going to get out of bed and put on that old sweaty t-shirt I used mowing the lawn, or am I going to get up and put on a fresh clean shirt? Am I going to be walking in the flesh in my old self, or am I going to be walking in the Spirit, in my new self? This is the choice we are to be making every day in our lives. 
And when we're reminding ourselves that our old self has been taken off and our new self has been put on, then we can expect to live a life of true righteousness and holiness as the text tells us. Therefore, all of us need to begin each day making this conscious decision. Who's going to be in charge? Who's going to make the decisions we all need to make each day? Are we reminding ourselves that our old self was crucified with Christ and needs to be left in the dirty clothes hamper or in the grave? Are we going to offer our bodies to God as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable in his sight, as commanded in Romans 12, 1 and 2? That's the decision we need to make every day. Are we going to ask the Spirit to fill us and guide us through the day so that we're living the life that God has for us, walking in purity, away from our sexual brokenness? And is anyone walking with us each day to help us so that we have the help we need when we're being tempted? So you can either choose to just be a lone sheep or you can find a flock that you can be a part of and be under the protection of the Good Shepherd. That's your choice every day. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord. And let's walk filled with the Spirit and let Him guide and direct us. Take care and goodbye.